0: Hello everybody, and welcome to Gaggy with Faggy, episode two. Welcome back, welcome back. I'm sure some of you have noticed the name change, especially if you're very observant. Um, I decided to change the name because um, the Queen's podcast is very generic. Uh, it basically, I'd always planned for a name change at some point. And then Ted Bear of the Bear Necessities podcast kind of gave me some advice and he was kind of like, listen, you really want to do it before you build an audience. Um, So that's what I've done. I hope you all like the new name, Gaggy with Faggy. We love a rhyme Uh, and it's a lot more original and a lot more fun and a lot more me. So last week I asked you all what you wanted me to talk about. And I got quite a lot of responses that I don't know what to do with. Because if I did all of them, my episodes would be about an hour long. Because we know how I like to talk shit. Um, But there was one thing that I thought I'd bring up. Because I saw someone who was really struggling because she was getting abuse from Queen's who have absolutely nothing to do with her. And worse than that, she was getting abuse from queens that didn't even have the balls or vaginas to actually say it to her face. If you're a drag artist and you hate on other performers, especially if you single someone out, and even worse, if you single someone out and indirect tweet and shit like that, what the fuck are you playing at? We've got our people being beaten in the streets and you wanna make our safe spaces and our social media more hostile and more threatened than they already are. Absolutely not. And don't get me wrong, I can get nasty too. I'm no saint. But channel that into something else. Since I started drag, I can't count the number of queens that have come for me. So I rap about it or I dance it out. I channel it into something that benefits me in the long run. Being hateful, being a bitch, Making safe spaces that little bit less safe Ain't gonna help you in the long run It's gonna get you a rep Whether it's being hard to work with or just being a dick You won't get booked and you won't get friends I saw that I saw the whole thing over Twitter I got messages And I really wanted to discuss it So let's go on to something a little bit more happy Which I'm sure you've all seen Let's talk about sex, baby sex education the show on netflix if you haven't seen it please 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 watch it i promise it's so fucking funny you will laugh you will cry you'll laugh again um not to go all nerd on you all but it actually has really really good representation of queer narratives and that's all i'm going to say about queer narratives because i need every word for my dissertation but yeah sex education please watch it There was actually a really nice moment. Um, I told you all last week, how I uh, recently came to the conclusion that I'm asexual. And for the past few years, I've had this mentality until I came to terms with it, that there was something wrong with me um, because I find things difficult that nobody else seems to find difficult. And obviously asexuality is not all that common. Um, so it's really hard to find someone else to talk to about it. So then there is a scene, um, in Sex Education, spoiler alert, where this girl comes forward to the mum and she's kind of like, why am I broken, essentially? And the nicest response ever, the mum who's a sex therapist, says that sex doesn't make us whole. So how could you ever be broken? And that was such a moment for me where I was like, this is what I've been waiting to hear for years. (laughs) So it was really, really nice. So yeah, please watch it. I don't work for Netflix and I don't work for Sex Education, but there's a little promo for them because it is absolutely brilliant. I wanted to thank you all for the response to this podcast because I did not expect that many people to like it. I mean, it's literally me sat talking shit about things that I am probably no one else finds interesting. So I'm really, really glad you all like it. I'm having a bit of a moment today because, and I might sound a little bit hoarse, and that's because I've been weeping all morning um, because I finally got round to listening to Ozzy Osbourne's new song with um, Elton John. And oh my god it literally sounds like a goodbye letter, and especially after his, um, announcement about his Parkinson's diagnosis, I was really like, oh my god, this is sad, and it's all about not wanting to die an ordinary man, and like, don't forget me as the colours fade, and things like that, and I was just not okay, um, so I've been recovering all morning, um, oh, I just got a notification. Let's have a look. Oh, it's the news. Oh, let's go back to our news segment then. That's fun. Oh, it's just all death. Holy shit. Never mind, maybe, because that virus is getting closer and closer and I have a weakened immune system and tend to catch everything that goes around. So if that comes here and becomes like a public health issue, um i won't be patient zero so that's fun but i will be patient something um so not looking forward to that but i do really hope they sort it out because there's so many people catching it like the number jumped by about 400 last night i keep talking about things that are really downhearted and i don't understand why maybe it's my mentality (laughs) maybe i just look for the sad things Uh, i do want to i did mention him previously but i want to make sure that You all are paying attention. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Are you listening? Okay, cool. I want to thank Ted Bear of the Bear Necessity Podcast um, for making the art for this podcast because I'm so shit at doing anything that involves technology. And oh my God, I was starting to lose my mind trying to make the art for this podcast. There's so many little things that you have to fit like, so many... Oh, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. If you asked me why the, all the podcast art that I made wasn't working, I literally could not tell you. So, thank you, Ted. Make sure you go and listen to the Bare Necessities podcast. It's really, really good. One suggestion that I got... Um, When was that? The other day on my Instagram when I asked for suggestions on what to talk about. I got to talk about the queens from Drag Race UK and kind of Drag Race UK as a whole and what I thought about it, my favourite challenges things like that and I am going to do that definitely at some point I'm not sure if it's going to be soon because the Drag Race US season 12 cast announcement has come out and so this week I think I'm going to have a really really quick look through who's on it and kind of give my first impressions which is completely unfair because I've not watched the promo itself Um, so this is literally me judging people from how they look and what they've said in an interview so let's have a look who's on it Aiden Zane 29 looks incredible describes her drag as the love child of judge doom from roger rabbit and alien from the movie series mood equal parts cartoon dark horror all mixed into one right this is where i agree with adrian aiden oh my god it's happening already it's because i was listening to the cheetah girls after the aussie track i came from a drag background of doing everything myself figuring it out and making things happen and this is a thing that i've seen quite a lot and this is not me adding anyone that's in a drag house. Let's just put that out there right now before all the bitches come for me. But I've seen um, quite a lot of queens that are in houses, especially newer ones. I'm going to say that now. And obviously they're still learning. But heavily relying on a reputation that's already been built so when people ask me what i'm most proud of about when i started drag um i'm proud of the fact that i've done it on my own i've worked out what i like i've worked out what i want to do and all these things and um like i haven't had a mother to book me in pubs when i haven't had the initiative to do it myself and like i said this is not me coming for all drag houses, thank you. Next, Britta, 34, Britta, Britta filter, thought so. Let's have a look, a New York queen, how exciting. Ooh, she had to change her name, interesting. She sounds fun to be fair, I quite like her. I have no idea how to pronounce Crystal Methyd, Methyd, I'm gonna go with Methyd. And it's probably like a a joke about something that I just don't understand because I'm so sheltered. <laughs> Crystal describes herself as really quirky. A lot of queens do. Her drag doesn't conform to gender norms. A lot of queens doesn't. I don't always like to look like a woman. I like to dress up in weird stuff. That's a mood. She's a budget girl. Mood. Oh, she don't care about if her looks look expensive or not. That's nice. Okay, next. Dahlia Sin looks incredible. Very, and I hate when... Iconic, right. As I was about to say I hate when people compare queens to other queens. Um, But I was going to say that Dahlia looks like a kind of cross between Ador Delano and Aja. And it turns out she's the drag daughter of Asia, Which explains why she's on the show. Anyway... Gg good. a first time auditionee, how exciting, she's been doing drag since she was 15, holy shit, how old is she now, 21, 6 years, wow, she's not just a look queen, she promises an all singing all dancing performance style, well she says she sings and she says she dances so we know what's going to happen don't we, the Closet, That's fucking amazing. Let's start there. A dancing queen with a pageant background. That's fun. I do hope we get another Alyssa. I know, like, on the Drag Race UK, we got um, Cheryl Hall, who is now, I believe, in the House of Edwards. Um, But I do like a dancing queen. Like, when you know that, if they get into the lip sync, if they're in a situation where they end up in the bottom two... They're going to completely destroy the other person. That makes me excited every time. Jackie Cox. Campy, fun, Iranian kind of, Do you know what, right? Probably the best thing that can happen right now. Because I've been... Like, she's Iranian. And I've been so, seeing so much stuff. Like, I want to make it clear my views on this, right? If your country is having issues with another country, which, I mean, that's probably an understatement. But you know what I mean. It's not an excuse to be racist to anyone that's ever come from that country, right? You can't use a bit of tension between countries and a bit of, a little bit of an exchange of missiles, like, it's not going to allow you to throw racist slayers out there. Anyway, back to the drag queens. Um, she's a musical theatre diva, we love that, but we know how the last one went. Alexis. Um, like your cool aunt, always ready to have some fun, but usually in bed by ten. Fucking mood! Oh my god, I love that. Chris, my uniqueness nerd and talent to win the crown. Excellent, love that. She does look a little bit like Ms Cracker um and so she does look a little bit like Aquaria and um I don't know I'm not mad at it because she is a completely different like she has a completely different performance style so I'm not too mad at it but when you it's like season oh I can't remember what it was I think it was season 10 or 11 and I used to just call it RuPaul's Drag Race Attack of the Clones because it was just like lookalikes of queens that have been on before so i'm glad that's not happening too much i don't know i'm looking through them all again and i'm kind of anyway jan what an amazing name sorry please welcome to the stage jan it's like your auntie just got off on stage oh i did miss one i'll go back in a sec though um the daughter of oh, the daughter of alexis michelle Let's hope she's better. <laughs> um, I hope she knows how to dance in a less embarrassing way. Then Alexis Michelle knows how to dance. She started doing drag as Kris Jenner. Okay, I'm here for that. Ooh, and she's a talent show queen. Interesting. Anyway, going back. Who did I miss? Ah, Jada Essence Hall from milwaukee uh, her boyfriend told her she was the essence of beauty well jada we can't all have your boyfriend can we fully realized hyper feminine version of a woman that's what oh, okay but insists that she's much more of a just a more than just a pageant girl. okay <sighs> I'm trying not to be too brutal, because obviously I haven't watched the videos, like I haven't watched the Meet the Queens and things, so I don't want to be too judgy. But she does sound like, was it Asia O'Hara who was like, an ugly girl can never come for a pretty girl. Like I'm hoping we don't get another one of those. Ooh, Nikki Doll. The first French queen to compete on Drag Race. She's from Paris but lives in New York, that's cool. It's very fashion-forward. See, they always say that, don't they? And then there's a challenge where it's like, here, make these dog poo bags into a couture dress, and they end up going home. So we'll see what happens there, won't we? Rokum Sakura. Probably completely butchered that name, but... the face is incredible. Anime, J-pop, Manga Queen. Yep, I can see that quite a lot. Oh, another one that's like, I'm not just a look queen. Alright. <laughs> I think that's the biggest, um, like, cliche when it comes to Drag Race. Is that half the queens, before they even go on is like, I'm not just a look queen. And then it gets to a challenge. And they have no idea cough season seven sherry pie 27 and that's a very whole drag queen name i think sherry pie a glampy new york queen with a throwback drag style that's fun a blend of drags past and future cool okay she kind of just looks like drag now but sure okay uh, Jock is so magical, I agree. Let's do it. Alright, Widow Von du. I quite enjoyed that. Inspired by the Black Widow Spider, Cat Von D. Ooh. Never mind. A ratchet-ass queen with a high-class fashion. And she says she's that bitch. Okay. We'll see, won't we? Okay. So that's all the queens. That was quite interesting because I would not read anything about them before. Um, Obviously, I've seen a few pictures on people's Instagram stories of who they're rooting for. I'm not sure who I'm going to root for, to be honest. I like Aiden Zane, but it is very Sharon Needles. But I suppose Sharon Needles did win, to be fair, and won for a reason. Um, I think the biggest underdog for me, if she's good, is gonna be Jan Alexis Michelle's daughter um and that's just going off how I personally responded to Alexis Michelle so she might be absolutely amazing but I mean like queens do learn from their mothers like anyone else does so we'll see we'll see anyway that's been episode two um, I've had a rant, I've given my opinion on TV shows, given the news about the podcast name change, um, and hopefully soon, because I haven't checked if I'm allowed, I'll be able to make another big announcement, which I'm very, very excited about, but until then, please let me know what you want me to talk about, and I will get around to doing all of them at some point, um if you want my opinion on something, if you want terrible, terrible advice, maybe you just want to know what my favorite song is, I don't know, but let me know on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Faggielicious, and I want to know what your favorite TV show is at the moment, because mine is absolutely sex education, uh, so let me know. Thanks for listening to Gaggy with Faggy, episode 2. Faggy out.